The second wave of COVID-19 has been devastating. The system's apathy and gross mismanagement has left us struggling for breath. But thankfully, all is not lost yet. We've seen innumerable faceless, nameless heroes who've come forward to help those desperately scrambling for basics and who've restored our faith in humanity yet again. Doctors, nurses, journalists, mental health practitioners, volunteers, drivers, delivery staff to our local Kirana Wala. I'm sure I'm forgetting many others. We owe a great deal to them because without their selfless services, we wouldn't have made it thus far. Different Strokes is proud to have had this opportunity to speak to a few of these COVID heroes who have been working relentlessly by putting themselves and their families at a serious risk of infection. We couldn't thank them enough. But I hope through this series we're able to tell them how grateful we are to each one of them. In this podcast I talked to Dr. Anita Gole, MD in physiology, who was called back on duty last year to handle the COVID war room in Mumbai while she was still on her maternity leave. Between her duty and her newborn she chose to be on duty right at the front line thank you very much dr anita for joining different strokes i want to start by asking you what has changed for you professionally and personally since the pandemic uh thank you diksha uh, actually uh, life has been really topsy turvy since uh, the last year mm-hmm. when the pandemic hit all of us so mm-hmm. not only as you said professionally also so it has been um, a difficult journey hmm. and that has affected the personal life as well hmm. being a doctor and being at the center of of all of it uh, there was hardly any time which i could give to my very young son and this was a very crucial part of my life and i think it's everybody's uh, part of life I, i i'm sure every mother will agree with that right everybody will agree with that because this is the most uh, important part of life of a woman Right. And you were a new mother, right? Last yeah, year. And yeah. And you were called back on duty. Yes, yes. So how did you so, handle that dilemma? Uh the dilemma actually uh, being a, a doctor, being a medical uh, practitioner, this hmm. dilemma we encounter more often than you would like to admit, but then every time right. the challenges are different, the stakes are different. Hmm. So uh, this was like uh, when uh, the covid hit india last year i was on maternity leave and i was with my son at my in-laws place in pune right and uh, my son was 6 uh, uh, to 7 months old at that time and mm-hmm. uh, at that time i was planning to avail childcare leave as well i thought that since i was still breastfeeding i didn't know how will i manage my duties as mm-hmm. well as uh, my young baby mm-hmm. so but then Uh, as i was watching on tv hundreds of families getting affected and watching mm. my colleagues uh, crashing under the load of cases the cases were surging day after day and there was very little information regarding the disease itself yeah and, uh, you know hardly we knew what to do and we were just taking every day as it was coming right and uh, in addition to that our resident doctors our senior doctors were also coming to the deadly virus hmm so um on one side i had this uh, Uh, thing in my mind that you know uh, no the, the question actually was not about uh, whether i'll have to join or not 
even even before the call came to join i knew what i had to do when you are a doctor and you are capable of uh, saving lives you're trained for that right and your education teaches you that you can't just be a bystander and uh, watch it from a distance right and i at that point of time i really felt that the privilege of putting doctor prefix in front of my name wouldn't feel right if i don't uh, rise up to the occasion hmm. so hmm. the dilemma was not about whether i should go or um, it was how i will manage when i go hmm. will my son be taken good care of will he be able to stay without me being right. around and then what will i do if uh, breastfeeding and more so than that how we lie stay away from him uh, right. what could be of more uh, priority for a woman than taking care of a baby so young so right so that was the only question in my mind if i if i have to go how will i manage right and that is point of time guilty? did you did you uh, make you feel guilty going back yes, to work yes a little bit yes mm. and uh, to to this state i still feel guilty i wasn't there when he needed me the most Hmm. the most important crucial first two uh, years of a child life are the most crucial for growth and development right so but then on the other side i also felt like a soldier because there was an out- war out there still right. was an war out there and uh, yeah. i i just can't you know sit at home i yeah. wanted to contribute my bit in every possible way thankfully my families were extremely supportive both my parents and my husband's parents and hmm. my, my husband himself being a doctor he was also in the middle of it right but uh, still he was he never told me that don't go and don't join right uh, so that was it and initially mm. uh, i remember when i had just passed out of mbbs and uh, i was a medical officer in a municipal hospital at surat mm. that was the year of 2006 when gujarat was uh, badly affected by floods right and i was living my with my parents in baroda and traveled uh, from uh, baroda to surat Hmm. to do my duties as a medical officer and we handled the more than 300 patients at APICU and ICU and ward even the patients who were hmm. didn't have bed they were lying on the floors so at that time uh, i was young and just fresh out of medical school and that, that was the worst form of devastation and human suffering that i saw hmm. so people were so uh, helpless at that time so the only sliver of hope they had were the healthcare workers the doctors and nurses right so at that time i understood the value of good medical care and uh, the healthcare workers that was very early in my career so i knew right. this time around that how important it is and right. i could play a very crucial role the only issue that i myself uh, got covid positive when i joined uh, back uh, at work in mumbai mm. so mm. i was isolated uh, at my quarters in south mumbai Right. but then i was like still managing uh, the work on the phone and uh, the worst part was that i could not see my son for almost two months because mm. not only that uh, we didn't know how much long is the uh, virus going to affect your body and how much right. long it is going to be present in your body right. i didn't want to infect him i didn't want to infect my elderly uh, in-laws so that would yes. have been really risky mm. so that part was difficult was, as i was all alone at that time Hmm. and i used to cry very often but then hmm. the work itself uh, although i was quarantined but i hmm. was still on uh, available on phone for the work so the workload kept me going right right so obviously there's tremendous pressure on doctors like you've mentioned and it does impact your mental health because at the end of the day you have families right you have your own yeah. personal lives your your health is at risk you're also bringing 
the infection back home so there's a huge risk that your families are exposed to day in and day out right um right. and you being a new mother obviously that that uh, risk was many fold so um you were you uh, living in that constant fear absolutely i was uh, all the time in the fear i'm still in the fear because i still go to work and mm. uh, uh now we can we are better prepared mentally because uh, we although we know that uh, about the disease more now Hmm. vaccination is there so i have been vaccinated i vaccinated my parents as well right so but then it's, it's there's always a fear of something unknown for example now now we knew about the first wave but we were not prepared about the second wave yeah it has hit us badly yes yes so that that unpreparedness the uh, the future which is unsure of that uh, makes uh, me fearful and uh, i don't know if something goes because it's it's like if one person is affected in the house definitely right. others would also be affected so that Absolutely. is always there so now since there was so much uh, there were so many issues about oxygen availability as well mm. as bed availability uh, all across the country mm. so that itself was very scary for every one of us since we are also yeah. like uh, although we were we are doctors but we know what we faced what our colleagues faced in, in our hospital we we could not like Uh, in various groups all the doctors shared how much helpless we are feeling because every day mm-hmm. we were receiving calls for help in admissions not only the kins of the doctors mm-hmm. the staff workers but they were all many people were still waiting for their beds to be vacant and one of our se- senior colleagues said she is the uh, nodal officer she said that uh, it's very sad that i have to book beds in uh, in in case of a death Mm. So that was the saddest part. You couldn't help your own colleagues in the same hospital where you're working. Right. That was uh, uh, really sad, and that that itself uh, is very uh, scary and mm. uh, depressing at the mo- uh, at the same time because you are trained for your work, but you're not trained for so much uh, you know massive load of cases when it's beyond yeah. human. Yeah. Yeah. Capacity to do. So, so when you come back home, uh, you're obviously carrying so much uh, within you, right? The the distress of the entire day, and um, how how does one switch off, and you know, try and put on that happy, cheerful face? Because we don't want to pass on that negative energy and distress to uh, our families, right? So, yeah. it's very difficult to switch off, and then. change to a different mode altogether how does one do that so it's a very uh, difficult part to the other way also like otherwise when we are uh, we were like not in case of pandemic otherwise also we go through so much in life uh, in mm. our professional sphere and outside the house which we need to keep it there on itself and we don't have to bring that home because we don't want to carry the stress and uh, the negativity of that now since so much negativity all around mm. the most important aspect of that is you have to stay yourself mentally balanced and stable otherwise mm. it will reflect uh, on the people at your home who are uh, you know looking up to you mm. since doctor so they you are their strength of pillar they whom they would look up to when they need you in any case of eventuality so you can't be weak at this point of time even though you are uh, crumbling inside right and you want to cry out loud so many times i feel that you know i should you know want to cry out loud and take out all the stress but you can't do it because you have to stand strong 
right. the people around you and for most important aspect of my life is that i have a baby who's now 18 months old and he mm. just jumps and runs to me then i go home <laughs> so yeah that's a great so stress, stress very, buster yeah it's a, the best stress buster buster for any parent yeah. so you forget everything about the outside world and that is the best happiness one can have Yeah. So uh, that's, that's how uh, I have to I have to <laughs> job you right. don't have a choice right um uh, it's a difficult situation to be in but I do want to talk about the uh, certain hard facts dr anita um mm-hmm. i mean we, we're reading a lot about this in the papers also that you know there's there's a war going out there and the doctors are actually fighting this war with sticks yeah uh, they're yeah. fighting missiles with sticks um what do you have to say about that no definitely uh I would say that doctors are uh, just part of the system. So mm. you would relate that you would expect the best out of doctors. That's precisely okay as a common man as a layman you would want that your doc- doctors have to perform but they are just part of one part of the system. Mm. The whole system the hospital, the infrastructure, the management, the other healthcare workers like nurses and other yeah. hospital staff. So doctors are just one part of the system mm. and uh, uh you there is that they have limitations because although they even though if you ask me then uh, since the beginning of this pandemic uh, on one side we were like all charged up and all motivated to fight this battle mm. but on the other hand there were people who were not cooperative at all mm. people who were uh, turned out to be covid positive they were still roaming around with masks they were still ro- even though they were quarantined and they were supposed to stay home they were supposed to take precautions mm. but people were still roaming around and still that is happening many people are not cooperating mm. so that has led to the spread of the infection transmission cycle needs to be uh, broken down so i would say that the responsibility lies the accountability lies with every human being every citizen of the country not only right. the doctor because right. there is uh, you, you, everybody has seen that when we are fighting this for we can do very limited everyday right. protocols are changing everyday management is changing drugs are changing whichever medicines we were giving earlier now they say that they are not yeah. up to the mark need not the disease is evolving still evolving so, there are mutations yeah. so the only way we can protect ourselves is through precautions right and that's what we have seen from the beginning it has not been happening right So and that's why I'm saying that doctors have their own limitations as you know as I said they are just part of the system and you can what you, what you can do is be more responsible for the short term I'm saying long term definitely the country needs to do a lot for their doctors and for the health and the infrastructure of the country lots mm. needs to be done still but mm. this is I'm saying just a short term goal that yeah. we have to be responsible since precaution is the only cure available for us right now Absolutely. What yeah. do you think would help make your lives easier immediately, as an immediate step? Immediately, I would say that doctors are shaken completely. They are extremely tired, and uh, hmm. you know they need a breather right now. I, w- I would say, uh, you know, in last year, what we saw was uh, that you know many people were, as I said, were not cooperative, and when many health teams, when our medical teams used to visit homes for mm. for the home isolated patients, people mm. used to, you know, throw stones at the medical teams, and uh, they used to keep uh, ready really? the sticks, just to bait the medical teams uh, with sticks, and this was so depressing and upsetting. In spite of our best efforts, and some, even you must have uh, seen the news latest in Delhi, mm. what happened that when mm. the Patients got uh, uh, patients die and the relatives are agitated. 
yeah they harm the doctors first they don't see that doctors are just part of the hospital they are just doing duty yeah, right? yeah. but still i would tell you uh, this hasn't come in, in way of the doctors the doctors are still motivated to work even though we are exhausted tired mentally physically but we are still mm-hmm. still want to do give our 100% whatever energy is remaining mm-hmm. i'm sure each yeah. one of us is willing to uh, do whatever we can but because this is what we are trained for absolutely this uh the schedule the the medical uh education and medical uh, training is such that you you are prepared for such an eventuality though it's it's a very grueling uh, schedule and uh, system we have for uh, the training of doctors right so we are prepared for this we can uh, stay awake for 48 hours 72 hours all together doing our duty without sitting for a single minute right so uh, still we are charged up still we are motivated but definitely a breather is needed some more and it Absolutely. will help if the people take uh, more uh, responsibility each one of us you know right right Because i hope uh, this message from you is able to you know put some sense into all of us who are listening yes i really hope that happens i want to quickly ask you about um, anything unnerving that that you've come across apart from the fact that you know we do expect more responsibility from every individual because it's a battle collective battle that all of us are fighting and it's not just on one particular person or team to uh, you know mitigate this crisis what ha- have you come across that has made you really furious so uh, the incident that i mentioned that such are mm-hmm. the uh, cases which we have witnessed last year hmm in addition to that even our uh, you know some staff members we uh, uh, early on when the pandemic was just big i'm i'm not sure now but then early on uh, even their children hmm. know, they were told that you know don't play with my kids because your mother or your father is working in the hospital they called hmm. up the uh, in charges in the hospital please keep your staff in the hospital don't send them home because otherwise all the people in the society will get affected by the coronavirus that was really mm. uh, i would say uh, lack of education lack of yeah. uh, humanity on part of everyone because uh, being in medical field we are all very careful and very yeah. uh, particular about uh, taking precautions and in spite of that in that spite is of that, cool yeah that was very sad to see hmm. it's okay whatever you, you do with adults is fine something you do with the kids is going to remain in their mind forever that this was the reason i was uh, uh, you know the other kids didn't play with me because my parents are medical professionals and yeah. they were playing so much important role in a pandemic situation absolutely that was really disheartening to see and i really uh, wish that people are uh, more aware more educated about the thing Yeah, and more empathetic, more than more anything empathetic, else. More empathetic, obviously. More, yeah. more empathetic. People yeah. are doing their job to whatever extent possible with them. Yeah, and they are also human. They are also part of society. Yeah, and I think we're seeing more of that in this uh, wave, the second wave. More and more people are coming forward to help each other, and I think that's really restoring uh, at least my faith in humanity. That you know, it still exists. It, it's not dead. Yes, yet. The, yes, so, absolutely. You're right about that, and we yeah. have seen more uh, more involvement, public involvement now, and more empathy from the common yes. people, and and uh, because the situation is worse this time. The second absolutely. wave is really, really bad, and yeah. everybody has to rise to the occasion. I agree. Uh last question to you um what's keeping you on apart from of course the you know the duty that you have uh and the responsibility that you have what is keeping you on 
every day uh i would uh, give the credit uh, to my peers and my colleagues and i have uh, worked with the best team mm. highly motivated people i would say that my, i was the in charge of a team which consisted of 25 to 30 people and they were uh, uh, data entry operators they were uh, doctors they were dental uh, surgeons who were volunteering and they were second year third year mbbs students so Who right. volunteered, who willingly came to contribute, and every day was a charged up day. Although the boundary of uh, day and night was totally uh, faded for us, uh, mm. we didn't know when was the night and when was the day. But I worked with a highly motivated team, and let me tell you, the team is equally motivated or more so motivated this time. So right. that keeps me running, that keeps me going, because. Right. Uh, in spite of all the negativity as you put it rightly so much uh, depressing environment all around but still mm. people are there you know highly charged up young old all the same and uh, secondly is my baby my right. uh, son who is all the time cheerful happy <laughs> running around and giving me all the energy yeah, yeah. Uh, i think we owe it to our children for sure they deserve they, a better absolutely, future absolutely absolutely yeah. they are totally naive they're totally innocent they don't know what is going outside they have restricted them to our houses we don't take them out yeah. to play yeah. but they uh, are making peace with it absolutely until they find something or the other to amuse themselves with i agree i agree thank you so much this was really amazing and very very motivating and inspiring for me as well and i hope uh, people who are going to listen to this podcast are at least able to introspect a little bit and uh, do a little bit of self reflection that you know it's everybody's responsibility to fight this virus and come out victorious on the other side thank you so much dr anita thank you dr anita thank you so much